As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a... And here we go. It's the comic, 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 comic book bullies. Man, you come right out of a comic book. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerds New Bully. Me host Leroy, aka the Skipper, uh, with my co-host. Uh yeah, this is Eli, aka Dusty Buns. There you go. Is that a poor name? Uh, I guess it, it could be. It could be. <laughs> the top or bottom. <laughs> yeah, and we're <laughs> back with another episode. Praise Basketball Jesus. Want to make sure we have a good uh good show today. I don't know well, there's some sports competitions going on right now. Huh? Some, some I hear. not foosball, not foosball. I hear, yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And first off, like I said, we got a jam packed show. We got a bunch of stuff that's going on right now, so we're just gonna just jump into it. We just, we were actually talking before the show how we're gonna trim the fat. We're just gonna jump into it. So first thing we want to say is rest in peace to a legend, Ray Liotta. Oh, want to say yes. rest in peace, to Ray, uh, Ray Liotta. Uh, like I said, he is a household name. Like a lot of times we talk about, you know of famous people that have passed and by like who's this guy who's this guy everybody knows ray Liotta. he he's like i said he's a legend he's played in he in no matter what movie he's played in he's played a movie you have seen uh like i said he's played in a famous role did he win for goodfellas i don't think Anything he won i don't like nothing goodfellas didn't win shit oh yeah that's right it it, it lost to dances with wolves so i'm i'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm conflicted about that because like Goodfellas is one of my all-time favorite movies. If not, it's a lot of people's all-time, all-time favorite movie. Yeah, yeah, if not my favorite movie of all time, this is next to Star Wars. If if I'm not counting Star Wars shit, but yeah. uh, but and- Dances with Wolves like swept the Oscars that year. <laughs> wow. Okay. But so like I'm I said, conflicted. He, yeah. Like I said, that was his breakout role, his standout role, Henry Hill in Goodfellas. Like I said, if you haven't if you haven't seen it, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know, go watch Goodfellas. That's a great movie. Uh, like I said, he was also in Field of Dreams. You know, I was think, he Kevin Costner's father in that movie? I can't remember. I thought he, I thought he came when he built it. <laughs> right, you build it, they will come. But I thought he was somebody <laughs> anyway. Uh, he was also in a movie that you hated, but I love that. Uh, that many saints of New, New Newark. Oh, that oh, the, new, played, the Sopranos. Right, he was uh, right. Well, he actually played Dickie's two mob bosses. Yeah, right. He, how do you play two mob bosses in a movie? But okay, yeah, it's not the multiverse, or whatever. He just played two roles because he's really good. He just do whatever the fuck he wants to. But that's the thing. Even though Ray Liotta, you know, if he wanted to just play just tough guys and gangsters all day, he could do that. But the thing about Ray Liotta is that he never, like, put himself in a box. He would pop up in any movie. He would pop up in, like, a Muppets movie. You know, just playing it and just, just be there, you know. Uh, one of my favorite roles he ever did was in Heartbreakers. You know, he, he played, like, a kind of a scumbag in that, but he wasn't kind of a scumbag, you know. And it's not because uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt in 2000 was, like, the perfect white woman. Or oh, maybe it yeah, was. Yeah, I remember yeah. that movie. Well, I remember. Her oh, oh, yeah, you remember that movie. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he was awesome in that. Was my favorite line of that movie. I was doing fine. And you two bitches came into my life. You know, I like that line. You know, yeah, but Depp's dad in uh, was it Blow? He yeah. was yes, yes. It's that's the thing. Like a lot of movies you'll watch, and Ray Liotta just pop up. You're like, oh, Ray Liotta's in this movie. What was that movie with Whoopi Goldberg? Where uh... Whoopi Goldberg? I, I forget. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh Hannibal. He was in Hannibal. Hannibal. Now, 
Hannibal sucked to me. I thought it sucked, yeah. but he had the best scene in the movie. <laughs> that was a remember, memorable. You remember scene. his scene in that movie? You remember? You don't remember anything else, but you remember his scene in that movie. I'm not gonna spoil it. I don't want to get demonetized. We're not getting paid anyway. But still, I want to get flagged. But if you haven't seen it, go watch Hannibal. Just fast forward to that scene. You remember it. It's a classic scene. But here's the thing, Eli. Okay, so Ray Liotta did all this stuff. He played in, yeah, yeah, he played in Goodfellas. Yeah, yeah, he played in all these fancy movies, stuff like that. But that wasn't his greatest role. His greatest role. Topland? No. Oh. Tommy Facetti oh, in Vice Grand City. Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> That's his greatest role. Yes, he would play that. And it wasn't like he was playing like a side character or some NPC or something like that. No, he was the main guy. So when you're playing this game and you're running from like a, a two-bit mobster like to the biggest crime boss in Miami, you're playing as Ray Liotta where he's voicing him. It, it really puts you in the role of the character. Now, that was back in like the early 2000s. I think he broke the mold because when he did that, I think a lot of celebrities, and a lot of like Hollywood actually like, oh, we can take this shit serious with roles. So they just start. That's why you start seeing more celebrities jump into the role of video games. Like you had the, the whole cast of Firefly do like a Halo game, you know, uh, you, instead of just, you know, characters like that. So, yeah, like I said, and then it, uh, some artists see, uh, did this rendition of him. This uh, isn't in the game, but <laughs> they did this cool. rendition of him, you know. So, yeah. Did you ever see Observe and Report with the. Uh, yeah, the Seth Rogen movie? Yeah. I, I, I love that. I love, yeah, he was the cop. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he, was, he was the cop that, but yeah, I, 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 a lot of people, it's divisive, but I love that shit. I thought I was laughing. It was like basically if Taxi Driver was a comedy. <laughs> True. Uh, yeah. It's, 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 it's a kind of a I think it, I think movie. it because it got lumped in with Paul Blart, Blart which yeah, came out at the same time. It, yeah. So but people didn't know which movie was which. Yeah. Way different movies. It's nothing like Paul Blart. <laughs> or <whatever the> fuck. <laughs> which it's paul like, blart is a diehard ripoff like yeah how do you danny do that, mcbride but... plays like a drug dealer and yeah. he's after a flight yeah man that movie can't get made now but it's it's i laughed at it because <laughs> i'm fucked up and i thought it was yeah. hilarious but it's very dark black comedy <laughs> yeah like like i said ray liotta was one of the greats he, he's yeah. a legend so yeah so uh hold on let Good me see journey, what we got Yep, uh, hey, in the house, steady yeah. rocking all night long. <laughs> <laughs> Need to see the and move. Leroy. Well, don't forget Leroy <laughs> and Leroy, <laughs> aka Vanna White. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Corinne, Karina, 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 Karina. Yeah, what, what that? that's it. Yeah, with Whoopi Goldberg. That's and, uh, the movie with okay. Neil Patrick. No, not Neil Patrick Harris. I'm thinking of that other Whoopi Goldberg movie with Neil Patrick Harris. What's the Whoopi Goldberg? Mo- Whoopi Goldberg movie with 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 Doogie Howser. <laughs> How many Whoopi Goldberg movies with Doogie Howser are there? I didn't know there was more than one. I didn't know any like, existed. Yeah, it was like she was raising the kid, and then there's yeah. the other Whoopi Goldberg. You know, with those, you know, the. Those oh, all I know about Whoopi Goldberg, I know Jumping Jack Flash, The Color Purple, and the Sister Act <laughs> movies. That's it. Anything past that, I'm out. <laughs> Where she plays like you know, she plays like the minority woman who raises the white child and teaches them about life. You yeah, know, one of those uh, movies. I stayed with my aunt for a summer. She played per- uh, Color Purple on VHS on repeat. <laughs> so I have Color Purple memorized word for word, Stop. verbatim. Yes, don't. I'm, I'm triggered. I'm triggered. Don't do it. <laughs> anyway, let's let's go on to the next part. Okay, so the rest of this podcast is gonna be all Eli. This is all Eli because he watched a bunch of shit. 
So I'm going to sit on the back. I'm going to go smoke a cigarette. I might go play Batman Arkham Asylum while he's doing this. But I will still operate everything while he's doing it. But first thing, Eli, I think you want to start off with uh, the Star Wars celebration. Now, first off, why is this a Star Wars celebration? What's, what's the, well, what's the well, big rigmarole? Yeah. yeah, well, every couple years, Star Wars fans get together. The more seasoned Star Wars fans, not these assholes on the Internet. <laughs> <laughs> the more, yes, the more refined Star Wars fans. Or basically ones with money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Dis- disposable income. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, they get together every couple of years. This happens all over the world. Like they're like in Japan. They happen in Europe. They happen in yeah. This year it was uh Anaheim. Um, probably because isn't that where that uh place is? The Star Wars uh amusement park um shit. Is that uh, I guess so? I thought Star Wars fan died off with last hit. No, they true. would never die. No, they would never die. Not true, man. <laughs> the force is strong with us. <laughs> if the prequels can't kill them, the sequels can't kill them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Ain't, ain't nothing the fucking sequels did that the fucking prequels never fucked up already. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, yeah. Star Wars celebration happened. It happens every couple years. Um, they you know fans gather to celebrate their love of Star Wars and um. Stars show up, Harrison Ford showed up, Ewan McGregor, and uh, what's that kid's name again? Well, he's not a kid anymore. Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Hayden Christensen, yeah. Yeah, he showed up. Um, you know, you know, they you know, they celebrate Star Wars and then they promote the next line of um Star Wars media that's happening. And they made I, a bunch I still of them remember out. where Hayden Christensen came out one of those Star Wars uh celebration things and he got a standing ovation. He looked around like what what the fuck? Yeah, like, y'all, yeah. y'all like me now? <laughs> All the kids that love the prequels, they they like them, you know. Versus yeah. all us old assholes who didn't like the prequels, like fuck that guy. Whole so, are, are you saying that Star Wars are kids' movies? What? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah, and just like twenty years from now, fucking uh, uh, Rose, Tico, and uh, and and Ray, they're gonna yeah, they're gonna be goddesses. Yeah, I'll, I'll I bet you cheeseburger on that one. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> twenty years from now, a virtual cheeseburger. <laughs> um. So yeah, they made a bunch of announcements. Most most notably, the Andor trailer they dropped. That's the new Star Wars series featuring Cassie and Andor from uh, the Rogue One movie. I know you didn't like the Rogue One movie, uh, Leroy, but um, you are the unicorn in that group. <laughs> I, I guess I just you are the Sasquatch. Yes, you are. The, yes, <laughs> not the first time the I heard. This year won't be the last one. Yeah, you are the Loch Ness monster when it comes to uh, mm-hmm. what your opinion on Rogue <laughs> One. <laughs> but uh, but basically, it, it's about Cassie and Andor that character, and it it, it takes well, obviously it takes place before Rogue One since he died in that fucking movie, and it's just I guess. You know, leading up to you know the formings of the rebellion, and they drop the trailer, and it just basically shows, you know, the empire taking over, the empire, the oppression of the empire, all these sort of different planets and these different villages and all these different people, um, uh, dealing with the, the the taking over of 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 the galaxy of this new fascist regime. We see, you know, people's villages being invaded we see people being forced into these camps or work line or working you know we see 
this like factory that looks like a fucking iPhone factory. <laughs> shit, where they're all it's all white and they're all in a this assembly line putting shit together, you know. Um, and then we see little rumblings of resistance. People, you know, some of these people are forming, are hiding weapons and hiding out. Basically, form the the seeds of the rebellion being formed. We see a young Mon Mothma, who has been in Return of the Jedi. She's been in Rogue One, um, and Revenge of the Sith. I believe she was in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, in a deleted scene, she was in a many scene many Bothans died. Yeah, that's yeah. not the one. Um, yeah, that is her. Okay. Yeah, that's her. That's she's one of the leaders okay. of the rebellion. Um, and yeah, it just just sort of showcasing how the rebellion gets started. Um, so so kind of like a more adult version of I would say Rebels because we saw a lot of that in Rebels as well. Um, but no, I I I look forward to it. I'm a, I, I I dug Rogue One. Um, I'd like to see this, and I just want to see stuff um, expanding the universe. You know, I don't know if Vader. I mean, Vader could show up since he did show up in. Rogue One and had probably the best, his best scene of all time in Rogue One or even Palpatine, who knows, you know, but it's during that time, you know, so it looks pretty cool. And then they announced other shows. There's another show, uh, Watts, the guy who directed the Spider-Man movies, No Way Home and all that. He's doing a show called Skeleton Crew with Jude Law about, which is set during, I think the Mandalorian era. I do want everybody to know that Jude Law did not play Vision. In the Avengers, I know they get them confused, but okay, sure. <laughs> no, that's not Jude Law. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he's but basically, this skeleton crew is about kids getting lost in the galaxy or something. That's about all we know. Um, so it sounds like a Stranger Things kind of kind of esque, uh, you know, vibe going on in the Star Wars universe. Um, they announced a bunch of other shows, animated shows, Tales of the Jedi. Of course, vis- there's another season of Visions. Um, what's that other one? Oh, the, a, a new Bad Batch trailer dropped. That's coming out this year. Um, and then and then a bunch of comics. There, there, there's a new era in the High Republic going to start coming out. I guess a couple hundred years before what's going on in the High Republic now. Like the High Republic, which take place, what is it, three hundred years before? You know, A New Hope. Now the this this new phase of high republic um, books and novels and comics that are coming out is going to take place 100 years before that. So um, hey, I've been reading them. I'm digging them. Uh, I'm a fan. I like. Do you Star think Wars. they'll tie into each other or? Well, Yoda. Yoda is the only character that is like is it the only thread through all that you know because yoda is like 800 years he old you know yoda's an old mother so so is 800 years <laughs> old like back then is like he's like swole back then no he's, he's, he's young? just younger I, I don't think he's got white hair i think he's blonde oh man <laughs> oh whatever yeah, that's cool that's cool just, okay i'll I take i'll take blonde yoda okay yeah or whatever he's just not old he's uh, he's younger a more fit okay you know his balls didn't drop yet <laughs> okay <laughs> You know, I don't know how those motherfuckers age. Like I, mean, I was saying, like yeah. smashing alien chicks back then. So like, <laughs> I mean, Baby Yoda's fifty years old, and he's still right. You know, he's a still a baby, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, yeah. So I mean, yeah, a lot of cool announcements happen. I thought they were starting to complain about the new black actress they casted. Uh, in in, in what? In what? Uh, I don't know. Well, mm. Yeah, uh, sure, probably. I'm sure some of them. 
somebody is. <laughs> yeah, black actress. Somebody's um, gonna flip out. So yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it all. I'm a sucker for this. I'm I'm a Star Wars fan. I love Star Wars. The only time I bitch about it is when other people bitch. You know, I'll get mm-hmm. in. I'll I'll get in the whole a bitch if Star Wars bitch session. I'll get in on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can bitch too. <laughs> I just prefer not to. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Should we segue into? Yeah. Let's just get the people what they want. Okay. So yeah. let's let's. Even though we there's two shows you saw. Let's start off with the first one. I don't know which one is bigger this week. The Twitter is that's pretty much all they're all on. But we'll kind of just stay on topic with that. So I'll, I'll kind of let you let you go on with that. Let's see what's going on. Well, did you watch this? Oh, I did not. You didn't watch Obi Wan? I didn't watch Obi Wan. I'll tell you why. <laughs> First off, <laughs> it dropped on a Friday. How the fuck are you gonna drop on a Friday? You know, uh, didn't give you enough time because I, I was busy this week, so I didn't have enough time to do stuff, you know. Um, and plus, it's just that, well, I'll put it like this I was binge watching another show, uh, Broad City. <laughs> oh. uh, it was about these, yeah, it was about I, these. No, two, I did. Well, I watched it when it came on. That show's great. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw it. I, I was just, it was on Hulu. I just saw it. I was like, okay, five seasons. About, for those that don't know what it is, it's a sitcom about two Jewish chicks in New York just doing shit. And they were like, it's really, really. Funny raunchy. as hell. That's Watching it. shit. It's fucking Yeah, hilarious. raunchy as hell. That's about it. So I got stuck over there and I'm like, I'm on, on season season five right now. So I get a chance. So I'm just, I'm just hold off on anything else until then. So, but spoiler for me. I don't care. Go for it. Do what you want. Okay. Don't hold back. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Obi Wan, the show. People, people have already been spoiling for me anyway. So there's nothing you probably nothing you can say that I haven't heard already heard. So yeah, Broad City is amazing. It's a great show. Yeah. So I shit. I did you get to that part yet? The song song. I did get to that. I think that was. (laughs) Oh, the shit song. Yeah. Well, that was all together. The song song. He was like he was about to. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um. Okay, so Obi-Wan. Yes, the Obi-Wan show finally uh, came out. They dropped the first two episodes. It takes place 10 years after the Clone Wars. 10 years, not 20 years. Okay. Cool. Yeah, 10 years. And Obi-Wan is hiding out like a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> not doing shit, you know, letting Jedi die <laughs> like a punk, you know, just being a total bitch like Luke was on last jedi problem is no one gives a shit that obi-wan was acting like a bitch but when luke did it in the last jedi everyone got sanded or twa so well that, to be fair people want to see <laughs> luke go god mode nobody really wants to see yeah, Obi-Wan go that, god and mode. that just proves my point that oh you, you didn't really you don't really give a shit you just want to see luke kick ass and then mandalorian came out and you got to see that so that's why everyone right. loves Mandalorian. Not because of the Mandalorian or Boba Fett or any of that shit, because <laughs> Luke kicked ass. <laughs> and the Mandalorian was there to see him kick ass. Like, yeah. Ooh, the you land- <laughs> Baby Yoda, you see that shit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but no, uh, Obi-Wan, he's basically in hiding. You know, the Grand Inquisitors, which are basically the dark Jedi that Vader and Palpatine hired to hunt down the escaped Jedi from Order 66. They're going around the galaxy, um, hunting them down. And uh, Obi-Wan's chilling out on Tatooine and uh, hiding out. And then he gets called back into action by Bail Organa because, spoilers, Leroy, (laughs) (laughs) 
Leia's in it. I already know. Leia's in it. Little ba- baby it, Leia. It, yeah, that's the thing. Any any like shit like this, if you don't watch it the day of, it's gonna get spoiled for you. So yeah, like yeah. I said, there's nothing you can say that hadn't already been spoiled for me. Um, hey, someone Pablo from uh, uh, was it Argentina? That's what it says. Yeah, Argentina. Let's see. Welcome, we here. welcome to Pablo. The show. Um, uh, so, Pablo, yeah. what time is it over there? Just for shits and giggles. It might be yeah. not. They're just below us, aren't they? Oh yeah, I think we're in the same time be, zone. They might be in, okay. or, or or pretty close. <laughs> well, appreciate you staying up this late uh, to check us out, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, he gets called back into action because, uh, oh, he's a couple hours. Oh, shit. He's, he's later. He's a couple hours. Yeah. So he's like Eastern time. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. He's about Eastern time. So, okay. Yeah. Um, so he's a, uh, Obi-Wan gets called back into action because Leia is kidnapped. Um, and we find out why she's kidnapped because the grand one of the grand inquisitors. Oh, is that who they're talking about, Jake? The black, the black inquisitor lady, uh, the third sister or fourth. Wait, sister they getting pissed off at a villain? <laughs> is that how? Is that where we are now? Yeah, I guess she's just she's just uh, uh, she just uh, she exists. She's there. So maybe, we... maybe well, then, I guess <laughs> she wasn't painted purple. So now they're pissed. <laughs> Green or blue or some shit, you know. Yeah, she's she's just a black Jedi. What the fuck? Or what? <laughs> so yeah, she's she's after Obi Wan. Uh, that's what he's hearing on YouTube. He says, "Yeah, I'm." So I'm still, she's yeah. just a black bad guy, and yeah. people are pissed about that with the lightsaber, just okay. like Mace Windu. Only she's a villain. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah, people are people always bitch about some shit. People are weird, man. It's, yeah. <laughs> I feel like we're the only non-weird YouTubers or content creators out there, you know. But I'm pretty sure people think we're just as weird too. And but she's I don't know. Cool. That's just me. She's fucking cause she's fucking ruthless, man. She's <laughs> I don't so, okay, I won't spoil that. I'll let you I'll let you enjoy the finer details. But she's pretty ill. This this Jedi Inquisitor or Inquisitor. Yeah, okay. she's pretty ill. Um she's like basically like Anakin, I know kind of like a loose cannon. You know, the other Inquisitor's like, what the fuck, man? Do you have to do that? (laughs) (laughs) Like choking Um, people and shit? Okay. Yeah. um, So she's after Obi-Wan. And I I theorize, of course, his theories don't mean shit. But she's she's probably pissed off at the Jedi for some reason. Um, I'm sure there's, um, she's probably, a lot of the, that's the thing. The Inquisitors, they, they were on the Rebel show. They basically have been established that they, a lot of the Inquisitors used to be Jedi. Hmm. And uh, when Order 66 happened, they said, oh, fuck it. You know, we're no longer Jedi. We'll work for you. And a lot of them became disillusioned with the Jedi. I think one of the, the Grand Inquisitors, um, his backstory is he, was, he used to be on the council, the Jedi Council. And then I think it was Ahsoka. When they, when they kicked out Ahsoka, he was like, what the fuck, you guys? You guys suck. You know, so he kind of got, you know, the, the Jedi are just as corrupt as any other, by that time in the storyline. By the right. time the Clone Wars were going on, the Jedi had become the very thing that they were swore not, you know, they were a religious, a religious order that, you know, had ties to the government, acting like cops, and then be, and right. then were became generals in a war. So they were all over the place. So well, I mean that's the thing. Palpatine, all the shit Palpatine said to Anakin in, in the third movie was true. The yeah. the Jedi were going to take over the government. They were going to control everything. Because they thought it was in their best interest, but still, like the yeah. Vatican. I mean, you get the—that's that, what fascinates. It's like the Jedi Order is like kind of like the Vatican. 
at that point. pretty much yeah yeah religious so, sector yeah yeah so um so yeah she's after obion for for some reason and she has uh leia kidnapped and this basically you know he's reluctant obi-wan is reluctant at first he doesn't want to go back to you know to fighting and shit you know you know he just wants to chill out and on tatooine and not be involved but then he gets convinced to go back and uh to fight and um to go rescue leia and so that's what it, that's basically where i at, uh uh an episode two but surprisingly i i a lot of people i hear a lot of people bitching about the the little girl who plays leia I loved her. I thought she was great. She talks a lot of shit. She's very precocious and just like, you know, like Arnold from different strokes and shit, just fucking always got some shit to say, you know, little wise right. ass. And that's what I like. And, and I to like. be fair, they don't know that's Vader's daughter, right? No, they don't know. Okay. Um, okay. Um, yeah, I won't spoil that. I'll let you, I'll let the finer details, you know, I'll let you enjoy the finer details. Um, oh yeah straight from the titty <laughs> that was my favorite part of the last jedi <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah i mean i was cool i i really liked it i really dug on it you know um there's some a lot of easter eggs we saw like um four lom one of the battle uh um bounty hunters that were you saw in empire with zucas the other the bug insect um alien bounty hunter he's in that lineup on empire strikes back when when with boba fett and ig88 and all those guys mm -hmm. uh, he makes an appearance um and it's just cool it's just cool you know revisiting this place revisiting this whole is it the bell organa actor jimmy smith's yeah he's in it he's there. okay cool okay um yeah I, I i dug on it i really i really thought it was cool so i give it a thumbs up can't wait till the next till next week so maybe next week we can you can give your two. Cents. I'll, I'll be caught up, but I'll, I'll be finished with Broad City back by the end. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, anything else on that? We moving on to the next one. Uh check it out. Okay. That's all all right. Have. So we're gonna move on to the next one because this is another big thing. This is <laughs> nuts. This is j just as big, if not bigger, than what's going on over one. Uh, like I said, we got C uh, Stranger Things season four, volume one, dropped on Netflix. So they didn't drop the whole thing like they normally do. It's like. Half of just it, just the first seven episodes. Yes, first seven. That's normally a whole season. How many episodes are gonna be? I guess the, the and then they're gonna finish up July first. So we got a month um, to wait. So, so it was like a we we saw like a season like a, a mid season finale kind of like we got to wait till July first, which is like a month away. Not so, too bad. Um, it's not like not a whole year or six months of them. Yeah. No. Wait, Dan. What is your? Yes, I found all this time to knock these shows out. Dedicated. It was a, it was a busy week, man. It was a busy week. Right. Dedicated. That's all I can say. <laughs> I, I don't even remember what happened in the. I read my comics too, and I can't remember shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so Stranger Things four dropped this week. I've been stoked for it. I love this show. My kid, my my kid actually came over. My kid moved out like last year, so he's been he's got his own place now. But he actually came over the other night. Hey, let's watch Stranger. So we watched the first episode together because that was our thing, you know. Man, he really right. liked like the and, show. and the show been around so long. I guess y'all that means bonding time, yeah. Yeah, um, and yeah, uh, so he came over. We watched uh, the first episode together, and yeah, I've been stoked for this. I love this show. Um, it's like you know, it takes it's everything that I grew up on. I'm I'm a child of the '80s. I was basically the prime age. Um, 
of when the, when this takes place of the the ages of these kids are in the show that's how old i was back then and you know so i i really dug on it it celebrates everything i grew up on you know the horror movies the sci-fi the comic books you know stephen king movies john carpenter the synth the 80s music and shit um I wasn't into Dungeons and Dragons. I never got into that. I tried to, but um, but yeah, they they're they're like D and D players and shit. They're like nerds, you know. They're into AV Club, which I was too. Like holy shit, they're like really they're hitting a lot of nerves. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like the showrunners were also eighties kids, also. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, it it. I mean, I know you've never watched it, but I'll give you the. A, you know, a quick rundown is basically these kids in Hawkins, Indiana. Um, they basically discover that the government has been secretly working on a, a doorway to another dimension that the kids refer to as the upside down, like a dark dimension. In this dark dimension, there's monsters and demons and psychic entities and shit. And the government has also been working on the psychic kids. You know, like like mutants or metahumans, you know, and one of these kids named Eleven, she's a little girl. She ends up escaping the laboratory and ends up joining up with the kids and they fight these monsters. They uncover the, the government cover ups and all that, the conspiracies. That's what the show is, you know. So that, we spend that's the Bobby these... Brown chick, right? Yeah. yeah, that's she was in Godzilla and okay. Godzilla. <laughs> and uh, one of those Sherlock Holmes movies with Henry Cavill, I think. Yeah. Was she? Okay. I... <laughs> yeah, that, but, that's um, all I know probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what we, we spend, you know, every season there's a new threat. The doorway to the dimension gets opened, another monster pops out, and these kids gotta fight these creatures. And um season three basically it was kind of implied. We didn't know I, I that it was gonna be renewed just yet, but they kind of like left it ambiguous, like that could have been the final season because um some of the kids moved away. They moved to California, and um, so there was like this big send off. We it was we didn't we really it Hopper the cop was supposedly dead, but we knew that was bullshit. So it could have ended in season three, but it got renewed. So I think we got two more seasons. I think after season five, it's it's done. Um, so we open here. I mean, like one thing every, those kids are getting old as hell. So, yeah, I mean, I mean they they look like they're in their forties already. Yeah, <laughs> unless they make the next season about their kids, I guess I don't know. Um. And so we get to this season, all the kids, like the, the kids are still, some of the kids are in, uh, are still in Indiana. And then the family that moved to uh, California and then Hopper is, you know, volume two is only two episodes. Is it? Two episodes. Really? Well, these episodes okay. are long too, man. Cause like every episode this season is like an hour and a half. It's like long, you know? So I, br I broke like it up over four days. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was like watching a couple of movies. I watched like two episodes one day, another two the next. It took me like four days to, or three days. I finished the last episode today. Um, so, um, oi, AG member. Oi, oi. Oi. Oh, that's, uh, you, oh yeah, AG. What up, what up, AG? You gotta be from, from the, from England, Britain, Europe, somewhere. Okay. Just a punk rocker. <laughs> oi. Um, but anyways, um, so the season picks up. Like I said, everybody's scattered all over the place. Um, one, some kids are in California. The other kids are in Indiana. But then another creature 
starts to make its presence in the in Indiana and um excuse me and it resembles like it's like a cross between Freddy Krueger and Pinhead from okay. Hellraiser episode 8 is an hour and a half the fuck? Two and a half. wow yeah, those are men- those are movies those are movies yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so uh and and yeah so it starts killing it starts murdering people around the town again um, this, of course, because the kids have dealt with this shit before, they're on it, and they start investigating, you know, doing their doing their thing that they always do. Meanwhile, what's going on in Cali, they start getting dragged into stuff. So everybody's, everybody's sort of scattered, and by the end of this part one of these first seven episodes, they're all starting, I think they're all starting to make their way back to Indiana. Um, Elle, the girl with the powers, she lost her powers last season, but she got re- sort of re-kidnapped, I won't say kidnapped, but basically the government got a hold of her again and she's trying to relearn her power. So she's back at the lab um, and we get a lot of history with her. We're getting a lot of like origin stories of what explaining a lot of thi- where things, how things were made, some of these origin stories of the, of the monsters and shit. Um, we're getting a lot of that. It's, 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 it reminds me of like Endgame and, and, and uh, Infinity War, how it ties the whole series together. We're, we're seeing stuff from season one, season two, season three, all sort of being relevant, you know, in this season. So it's really cool how it's, it's all coming together again. Um, but yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. There were a few like lulls for me. Cause like I said, it's all, everybody's so all over the place. Everybody's scattered. It's, I mean, I enjoy it when all the kids are together doing their thing, but everybody, they're, they're all separated. Um, Hopper who's in Russia trying to escape prison. I really didn't give a shit. Cause I feel like that's dragging too long. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So he's still stuck over there. Yeah. Um, so we know he's going to escape. It's just taking too damn long. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I really, I really, got into it. it's it, it, you know i just like this world i like these characters and and everybody's growing we're seeing the growth of the characters they're older now they're in high school now whereas before they were in middle school but they're growing because it was like a long gap between season three and season four yeah. where all of them hit puberty and shit so yeah. yeah they're you know lucas you know he's one of my favorite characters he's like trying to be popular he's trying to fit in with the jocks and you know and we and the other kids are still nerds they're still playing D. um uh, what about uh, I forgot? Let's just this. Um, and then there's this guy. Uh, let me get the image up. Nope, not that. Not that. Not that. Not that. Here, here we go. So this guy, he's the breakout character. Did you see that? You don't see that. No, nothing <laughs> okay. happened. <laughs> okay. Am I supposed to imagine it? Is <laughs> I'll just I'll just do it manually. <laughs> okay. So the breakout character in this season is the metalhead. His name is Eddie, um, and he is a D&D nerd. He plays Dungeons and Dragons. He's into metal. He plays guitar, um, and he seems to be the fan favorite of this season. I see everybody just crushing on this kid. Like, oh, my God, he's so hot. Oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um, me, being a metalhead from this time, is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> because <laughs> we weren't getting that love back then <laughs> right <laughs> yeah him almost getting with the hot cheerleader that's bullshit 
<laughs> so I call bullshit on that. Well, like I said, it's eighties. It's eighties kids <laughs> writing this story. It's almost like a, a fever dream of them. Oh, I was the metalhead kid. Let's yeah, rewrite this. Uh, yeah. Like like Tarantino. Yeah, yeah, a kid living, it, listening to heavy metal, playing D and D, getting a hot <laughs> cheerleader. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> the upside down, the devil world. I can believe that. This shit, yeah. no. <laughs> but yes, this does. This season um, gets into the whole satanic panic thing that was going on back in the 80s. Um, for those who don't know, like Geraldo did a whole special on it. 2020 news, like this devil worshippers. Um, yeah. Well, you if play you the records to, backwards. Yeah, and, backwards messages on. And they're Black like weird Sabbath, shit. Like, you play Pat Boone backwards. And it's like, <laughs> you know, kill your grandmother some shit, you know. Yeah, it, it was, uh, yeah, it was, it, people were kind of freaking out. That, yeah, that was me. That was me too. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, I came home with an ACDC shirt on. ACDC, like total butt rock. My dad acted like I was on crack. <laughs> <laughs> like, like my, I was ruining my life, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was real back then. Metalheads were very were looked down upon. We, I mean, they they were if you listened to heavy metal, you were considered a dirtbag, a, a scumbag. Uh, you were a lesser life form. You you were a nuts. You were a, the dregs of society. <laughs> I did do all that in high school. Yes, I had. I totally had the jean jacket with all the patches. Uh, my Iron Maiden patch <laughs> on the back, all the, yeah, I had all that. My Anthrax, you know, on patch on the side. <laughs> I had all had the long hair, <laughs> you know. Um, I still got the long hair, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, back then metal was looked down upon, and they really um, touch on that this season because he, this kid, he gets accused of murder, and the whole town's after him. They all think he's devil worshiper they all think he's got these secret satanic powers and shit because he plays dungeons and dragons and listens to heavy metal so which was a thing back then you know they thought dungeons and dragons they thought heavy metal they thought rap they thought prince (laughs) (laughs) they thought prince was satanic you know um yeah the moral majority that was this like this conservative religious right-wing group that was basically attacking Right, all any cool, forms of entertainment. Yeah, all we, the we cool seen, shit. Yeah. Right. Be- before this, it was comics. Yeah. <laughs> then it was rap. Then it was Eminem. Then it was video yeah. games. Now it's TikTok or whatever the hell it is now. So yeah, Fortnite. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I I really dug on the show. Um, like I said, it's just kids, you know, fighting monsters, fighting the government, being spies, doing dan- in dangerous situations <laughs> because this was the eighties. We didn't. There were no parental guy. We, our parents were never around. Right. We, we, we were always home alone, getting into bike, all this right. shit. Like you know? we went outside. Kid, 80, the, kids in the eighties went outside all day, all right. day. As long as we were back by dark, and sometimes right. we even sleep out come after on. dark. Right. <laughs> right. You know, that's just we had no parental guidance. We had no babysitters. I was a babysitter mm-hmm. at eight years old. I was eight years old babysitting everybody. <laughs> we were left home alone all the time you know and that's you know and kids just went missing i mean because there was we didn't have amber alerts or the internet or kids would right. go and that's the first season the first season of stranger things will goes missing and they don't know he's missing for like three days 
<laughs> oh, he's at he's at uh, he's at Mike's house. Oh no, he's not here. I thought. Oh, he must have went to school then. Oh, oh, he never came home from school. They don't find out he's missing for like two days. <laughs> you know, and that because that's just how it was back then. You know, kids were just always left on their own. That's why we're 80s babies are kind of fucked up. You know, we 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 were from we're we're from the suck it up generation. You know, if right. you cried, you were a pussy. You didn't talk about your feelings. <laughs> we didn't have therapy. We... <laughs> right. Just walk it off. That was the Just cure for everything. <laughs> you know. Oh, I broke my arm. Don't be a pussy. Get up. <laughs> right. <laughs> Basically, that's what we did. You know. Um, yeah. So that's what I enjoy about the show. It really touches upon that generation. You know, that generation and touches upon all the stuff, all my favorite things that I grew up on. So, so yeah, I, I really enjoyed, had a lot of fun watching it again, revisiting this world again. When I had COVID a few weeks ago, I watched all, I binge watched all seasons cause I had nothing to do. Um, so I was all caught up. Um, and yeah, I, I really thought it was cool. Um, like I said, it's not perfect. It was a little jumbled at situations and I'm waiting for Will. I want Will to do something cause Will was in the upside down and then he got, possessed by the mind flare i'm getting into some shit you don't know what i'm talking about but I, but basically i want him to get some powers you know because he really doesn't have anything to do anymore if he could because he had a psychic connection to the mind flare it'd be cool if he could like take over monsters or control monsters or some shit you know become right. like they all start getting powers or some shit like that that would be cool then it would be like the x-men you know <laughs> <laughs> but other than that i really thought it was cool i had a good time can't wait for part two so for the last two shows that Eli just uh, reviewed, you recommended both. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Everything we reviewed on this show, we recommended. Just this episode. Not anything else, though. So, All right. So let's move on to the next one because this one I want to talk about. I've been waiting to talk about this one when I saw this shit. And I know you want to talk about it. I know you got some stuff to talk about. It, but I think we're going to talk about two different things on this topic. Are we going to talk okay. about it? Uh, the Winnie the Pooh horror movie. Winnie the Pooh Blood <laughs> and Honey. First images have been released online. Uh, I, at first, I thought it was like a joke. I thought it was just like some internet shit. And then I started reading up and I was like, oh, what the fuck? Oh, this is real. Uh-oh. Okay. So, yeah, that's what's going on right now. So, Eli, what, what did you think about it? Let me see if I can pull up some of those pictures for those that don't know what I'm talking about. Um, um, well, it's it's the horror movie with your favorite childhood characters turn evil and start killing people. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a real it, picture. I'll check it out. <laughs> yeah, apparently they they're hunting. You know, it's big kitty chicks. They're going after them. You know, I think they eat one of the uh the Eeyore, Eeyore or something. Yeah, they, they eat, eat or yeah. yeah. So, oh, why is this a thing? Why is everything got to be adult now? Why like making a, a like a R rated Velma cartoon? Like, why why are they doing this shit? You know. <laughs> Uh, but before because we get kids to it, these like, days don't give a shit about it. Like kids don't care about Winnie the Pooh now. <laughs> they don't care about Winnie the Pooh, but I mean, we cared about Winnie the Pooh. All you got what, what happened to this? Like, you know, Winnie the Pooh used to be a euphemism for not wearing underwear, you know, or not wearing pants, you know, just walking around, <laughs> just free balling it. But now, Dude, now, you, Winnie the, Winnie, I didn't watch it so, yet, but you, you were talking about the Chippendale shit and how right. it had like sort of adult situations and adult references. That right. you thought was hilarious. I mean, yeah, because yeah, like, would you watch a total foofy kids version of Winnie the Pooh now? 
No, I wouldn't. But at the same time, I would hoping a Winnie the Pooh poofy version wouldn't be made for me. You know, like, okay, we watched Winnie the Pooh as kids. Make some more kid shit as Winnie the Pooh. Maybe it'll catch on. Maybe it won't. But uh, Winnie the Pooh horror movie? Now, let me explain why. Well, first, how this movie exists. I actually did some digging on this to find out why it exists. So, for those that don't know, Winnie the Pooh was created back in whenever, 1921. So, 100 years ago. 101 years ago. The license of, yeah, so even though it was a Disney movie back then, it wasn't created by Disney. Disney just owned the license for it and just made a movie of it. So, 100 years ago, it was made. The licensing of it ended this year. So, now Winnie the Pooh is free domain. So, like this, that, that's how this exists. So that means anybody can make a Winnie the Pooh anything. Winnie the Pooh movie, video game, TV show. I'm talking about anybody, me, you, whatever. Anybody can do anything legally. Sell it. Do whatever you want to, and nobody can stop you. That's what public domain means. So so they can't make it exactly like Disney do it because Disney owned the rights to that Winnie the Pooh. But as long as it's from the original source material back in 1921, you can do whatever the hell you want to do porno whatever whatever you want to do it's there you know so and that's my thing eli the more because our the entertainment we're into so much a lot of it is about to go into public domain like batman and superman and all stuff like that we're gonna start getting shit like that legally and there's nothing dc we're able to do about it because i think it's like about 10 years away from both batman and superman going public domain you know i think james bond in europe is public domain you know as long as you take from the actual source material not for the movies so it's scary that that's scary more than anything else not because the movie is scary because of what it implicates is scary so that's why i'm horrified i don't know i don't know how to work my computer sorry um i'm trying to i'll show you um the reason why i'm not surprised about this because they have been making uh crap let's see chrome tab is it chrome tab that one? All right, here we go. Look, I, I'm learning how to use this program. There Look you go. <laughs> Tori. <laughs> um, a couple years fly. ago, okay. they made the banana splits. I don't know if you remember banana splits. I barely I remember not. banana splits from, I think it was in the 70s. It was kind of like a Muppets or like Fraggle Rock, you know, and it was like these big, giant, furry puppet guys that ran around an amusement spark amusement park getting into wacky hijinks it was a kid's show um anyways they made a movie that came out a couple years ago and they turned it into a horror movie <laughs> wow and it's okay it's pretty solid i seen it i thought it was pretty cool yes these big giant furry you know animals run around axing people to death it's a slasher <laughs> and you know they get stuck in an amusement park it's a pretty solid horror flick um, so when I heard about this Winnie the Pooh, I was like, oh, just like the banana splits. And then um, that Nicolas Cage movie, the Willy Wonka or Willy, Willy. So I didn't think that was that good. It was kind of, it had, oh, it was all right. It was the same thing. It was like, it was like a Five Nights of Freddy with the, uh, mm -hmm. with the uh, Nicolas Cage in it. Um, but yeah, same sort of deal. There's these furry, like a Chuck E. Cheese animals come to life and they start murdering people. Um, and um, Willie's Wonderland, I think that's what it was called with with Nicolas Cage. So yeah, I I I think that's how what this is sort of falling into taking these old, you know, kids shows and turning them into horror flicks. You know, it seems to be like a a trend that's starting to catch on that people seem to get into. 
Um, so who knows what else? They, maybe they, they will do Fraggle Rock as a horror movie. <laughs> 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 when will it end? Is the, they just want to take every childhood thing and just make it weird? Great space know. coaster and <laughs> yeah, so I guess, electric I company know. and Elmo. <laughs> I guess it's where we're going to. So I don't. But that, that's why I want to talk about that Winnie the Pooh thing because it was just disturbing on what it what it implies, what what Sesame it could Street mean in the future. Yeah. Blood. <laughs> oh, did you ever see the the Saturday Night Live skit of Sesame Street? No, so they did a remake of it like Joker, you know. Oh, where, oh yeah, I did see yeah, that. Like Elmo was like a prostitute <laughs> yeah. or some shit. Yeah, or like, <laughs> <laughs> what was that Chappelle show skit where it was like a Sesame Street and the the one? Oh was yeah, and, right. <laughs> <laughs> so he has like coming. a needle it's in his better. head, a needle sticking out. Of his <laughs> right. <head. laughs> Oh, man. All right. So, like I said, let's go to the next part of the podcast. Okay, let's jump into it. Like I said, this is Comic Book Bullies, where we talk about the comic books. I'm going to jump into it. And, Eli, I know you've been going, but I'm going to let you go first. Let's let's see. I know you've been talking. <laughs> <laughs> let me take a swig. Let me get the images up. Um, what should I do first? What should I do first? Should I do the Shadow War? You know what? I don't remember what even happened, man. Okay, how many? How many? Do you remember? Do you at least remember how many Shadow War books there were? There was like two that released this week. I think part six and seven. Okay, um, and I don't remember which, which like issues. Like if it was a Robin or a Deathstroke or a Batman, I don't know. You know, like the <laughs> tie-ins. You know what I mean? All but I read it. Um, basically, it was all action shit. Um, Talia kills Deathstroke, like the real Deathstroke. Oh, she killed him. Okay. Yeah, but the imposter turns out to be somebody from Geoforce, which I don't know. I don't really know who that is. Hold Geoforce? on. Geoforce? Is it Geoforce? Because Geoforce is a guy. He's a dude. Okay, it was that guy. He looked like, uh-huh. uh, he kind of looked like. Um, like Cyclops, kind of have it. Kind of. Like, yeah, like like yeah. He looks X Mini. Kinda. Yeah, yeah, he kind of looks like that. Anyway, that's who's been impersonating the Deathstroke and who Geo killed Force? who killed um Rosal Ghoul. That seems so weird. Random, oh. yeah. Yeah, like, at least at least it ain't Jason Todd. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but Geoforce okay. So th- that's yeah. really all I, I remember there's a lot of action. Like, I'm sorry because like between all the shows that I watched. And then the comic books, I'm like running of like, it's all kind of melding together now. <laughs> but I just remember a lot of action. Deathstroke dies. And then Geoforce is the Deathstroke impersonator. And so that's the Shadow War moment of the week. So that's all, all right, I got, okay. man. I think so there's like one more issue or something. Yeah, I'm trying to see if Deathstroke's dead. How did, what are you going to do about his solo book? But. Figure I'm out. sure he's will fucking raise him or some shit. He'll he'll show up at the end of this arc, you know. Yeah, he'll respawn <laughs> and just keep like Yeah, yeah, I don't know, something like that, or maybe it respawn become new. Death. Maybe they get a new death stroke. I don't know, you know. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Yeah. All right. So next book I'm going to do. Let's let's do something good. We've been following this book. We're going to stick with. it. We're going to do Hulk number seven. This is that whole Thor versus Hulk or Hulk versus Thor run that's been going on right now and the now stuff is starting, or whatever yeah. yes stuff is starting to ramp ramp up oh yeah that's what i meant to ask you okay in that shadow war thing you saw okay did this guy show up i'm trying to see what guy yeah did that guy show up who's that now okay that's connor hawk 
let me explain who Connor Hawk is. Connor Hawk is uh, Oliver Queen's son, Green Arrow. Okay, I don't he, remember. He didn't show up. Okay, yeah, I, I figured you would recognize that. The reason I'm showing that picture is because, uh, you know, it's what like Asian Pacific Islanders Month or whatever. Oh, is it? Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, so Damian Wayne is one of the rep- representatives of that. People forget that his whole side of the family is that not the Batman side, but the Tayagu side. They're all Middle Eastern. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so yeah, this is who this is who it is at the end. He rips off the Deathstroke outfit. That is Geo Force. Let me blow you up. Let me blow you up. Let me blow you up. Leave, leave it there. Leave it there. Let me see. That's Geo Force. He got the yeah. GF on his yeah, that goofy looking costume on there. Yeah, so yeah, that's Geo Force. Okay, I guess yeah. WTF. Yeah. Okay. That's hmm. Anyway. Uh, we're going to talk about Hulk number seven. We're just going to jump into it. Let's see where that book is. Uh, last we left off, uh, Tony had hacked into the Celestial that's in Avengers Mansion, turned it into a Hulkbuster, and flew into space to kill Hulk. So that's where we are right now. Yeah. Uh, let's see if I can get this, if I can blow this up. And, and, he, and they're fighting in space on something called the Black Hand of God, which is like this uh, intergalactic coliseum where people just go there just handle their slug fest you know and people and people bet on it so yeah that's going on so let's get us out of there boom so basically just jump into it see what's going on what's going on is that tony's there fucking up shit you see tony right there in a celestial that he has turned into a hulkbuster shooting the shit out of banner you think it would kill him but it's not you know blast him and everything uh oh and as far as everybody that was in the black hand of god uh, the Bifrost Bridge exited everybody out of there. They, with their earnings, they stopped doing everything. They just left. Even the Watcher left. The Watcher isn't even watching this shit. He left. So the only person there watching it is Thor. And he's just watching. He's like, uh-huh. And Tony is just steady, like, blasting Hulk. And it's hurting him, but it's not killing him, even though he's getting shot by a god. It's like, why the hell isn't he down? This this supposed to be enough power to kill the Hulk, at least. And it ain't doing anything. Cause, and they're saying not only is he, and matter of fact, the Celestial Hulkbuster that Tony made was designed to drain Gamma, but instead Hulk is actually gaining Gamma, and they don't understand how this happening, you know. So that's when uh, Tony's just like, fuck it, he won't fall. And Hulk is just getting actually getting stronger the more he shoots at him. So then, now it's kind of hard to understand what happened here, but I think what happened is that Tony got hit by, by Monier. I think Monier was thrown out, you know. And he got so fucked up, like the Celestial got knocked back. He was like, damn, what, what the hell hit me that hard? I didn't know Hulk was that strong. And then he looks up, somebody walked through it. He was like, wait a minute. And it's Thor. And Thor's are like, Tony, get the hell out of here. And he's like, uh, like Thor, why the hell did you hit me with the hammer? He's like, oh, I didn't mean to hit you. The hammer is controlled on its own. and It wanted to hit you. And he's like, oh, your hammer's controlled again. Another evil hammer. Tony, Thor, we've been through this too many times, you know. And that's when uh, Odin, who's speaking through Monier, is like, is that Tony? Let me talk to him. Let me tell him what's going on. Hulk is, in, Hulk is out of control. We need to stop him. And and Thor's just like, no, get the hell out of here, Tony. You don't know what's going on. Banner isn't the same Banner. And that's when Hulk finally wakes up, smashed the shit out of him. And Tony's like, well, that's look like the same Banner to me. You know, so he gets up and he starts making. And Banner is like screaming the whole time, telling him everybody chill out. But nobody can hear him because he's not in the driver's seat. Like, literally, he's not in the driver's seat of, of Spaceship Hulk. So Celestial Hulk just smacking the shit out of him, uh, just going to work on him. And then, but it's not stopping Hulk. Hulk is actually getting stronger. Uh, and he actually bl- jumps through 
Hulk's blast, I mean, the Celestials blast and the armors and rockets and shit like that. And Odin just flies away from Thor. He's like, let me just go. You know, and Hulk is about to fuck up the Celestial. And then, and Monia just waves, just waves in front of Hulk, like right in front of arm's length. It, it's too tempting for Hulk. He's like, Hulk, hammer. And he tries to reach for the hammer, grabs it, and boom, drops the ground <laughs> because he's not worthy. Uh, meanwhile, Odin is seeing, like, people don't know that one of Hulk's powers is that he can see ghosts. So he sees Odin, even though Odin is a ghost, and he's like putting Monia on top of him so he can't move. But this time, put it on his chest so he really can't move. Inside. He ain't putting his abdomen where he can like go through it. He is on his chest, you know. So he's there. But the thing is, since he can't move, oh, and he shoots, he has heat vision now. Hulk yeah. has heat vision <laughs> and blasts the shit out of Celestial. So, and even Whoa. Tony, like, when the fuck did he get eye lasers? <laughs> you know, and that's when Thor's like, uh uh-uh, uh, this, this shit is going too far now. So, and the thing is, Hulk is getting more and more pissed because he's stuck. And he can't move. He's getting pissed. And, you know, the, the more piss he gets, the more gamma he irradiates. And he's irradiating so much gamma. This is it's pretty much like if he was in a city, he would have leveled that city by now just from his gamma radiation, you know. Uh, and, yeah, so Thor is trying to get Mjolnir back because Odin thinking he can stop him. And that's when Hulk explodes. I mean, like, really explodes. He, he destroys the Black Hand of God. It's gone. Like, so if anybody, so it's not even a gamma bomb, it's a gamma nuke. Everything's wiped away, you know, just from that, you know. Uh, that's when uh Tony walks out of Celestial Celestials, fuck, it's it's done. But it, it is going into self-repair mode, but as of now, it's done. So he gets out and he puts on his suit and stuff like that, so he can breathe in space. He's like, What the hell happened? So apparently his AI, which is called Boss, tells him that it wasn't a gamma bomb that went off. It was a gamma nuke that went off. There's like a thousand gamma bombs went off. He was like, well, what happened if a regular person was in the middle of that gamma bomb? Like like the, like Bruce Banner was when the bomb went off. He was like, if a regular person was in that bomb, they would have been atomized. They would have turned to dust. Okay. But what if something stronger than a human was in the middle of that gamma bomb? They were like, well, that's different. Like, what if a god was in the middle of the gamma bomb? So now it's Thor turned into a Hulk and he's like Thor smash. Oh shit. <laughs> to be continued. So yeah. So that's the story right now. So you got Thor as a Hulk <laughs> doing this shit. I'm like, okay, it's getting wild as fuck now. <laughs> we still got two more issues going. I don't know where you're going to go for this, but you got Thor Hulk. We still don't even know what happened to Hulk Hulk. Is he dead? I'm pretty sure he's not dead. I'm pretty sure he's going to come back also. But yeah. But Tony has no Iron Man. I'm pretty sure he's got an Iron Man suit in his ass somewhere that he's got. But I don't know what he's going to do with a, a Thor Hulk, you know. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, so. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was great. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I love the ending. That was that, that stinger ending. So, oh, I got to read the next issue, see what happened with that. So, yeah. It's like total so, campy, schlocky. It's a summer fun. blockbuster. That's, it's that's a what summer you want. blockbuster. It's yeah, Michael it's not, Bay. You're not going to write a think piece on this. You know, yeah. the, the thinkings of man. No, that ain't that. It's just two dudes, now three yeah. dudes, beating the shit out of each other. It's Fast and Furious in space. It's fun. Yeah. And that's like, well, Fast and Furious is in space now. So. Well, what I, you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, just, it's just dumb fun, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I thought. Donny Case doing what Donny Case does. So, yeah. 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 Um, what else did I got? What else did I read? Something is killing the children. Okay. I read Hulk. Mm-hmm. Then that, and then the two Shadow War books. Oh, that's right. There were one. So I'll do something is killing the children. Okay. 
number 23. Um, this is Janet James Tiny in the Forts horror book that I've been into from the get-go. Um, basically, monsters are feed on people and mostly kids. And there's a secret society called the House of Slaughter that sends out agents to go slaughter them, slaughter and hunt these monsters. Um, and we're dealing with Erica. She is, there's a new monster in a new town that's made its, that's reared its ugly head. Um, and she shows up. Um, of course, you know, the town people are like, who the fuck are you? And all that shit. Um, but we also find out that Erica has left the House of Slaughter. She's an old rogue agent. She went rogue. And the House of Slaughter are now sending out agents after to kill her. Because they don't want to be known. They want to keep their society secret and uh, they, want, they want the word getting out about that there's monsters and Titans watch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for listening, Crystal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they're, they're kind of sending out uh, agents to go. They she's, she's, she's been targeted for termination and they send out agents after her. So that's about, about where this book ends right now. And it's just another cool story that I'm into. Um, yeah, very dark, very gory. Very, it's a horror book. Um, it does. Uh, I mean, this week was kind of a tragedy. So when I was reading this this week, I felt a little conflicted and felt a little. Um, what was the word? But I just felt. I, I I just it kind of reminded me of what's going on in the world and the tragedy that happened this week and kids being and the put week into before that. Yeah, and the week before that, the kid, this kids violent things happening to kids and and nothing's you know, happening about the, it nobody's the, doing anything the powers about it. that be that are really failing to protect them and um so that's that's really hit home for me while i was reading this this week it really reminded me what's happening in the world and maybe help me cope with what's happening in the world right now so there you go art helps us deal with shit that's going on in the real world even comics even Even comic comic. books (laughs) i know people just want comics to just be dudes and tights punching each other but yes sometimes they can say something sometimes it's okay for them to say something you know yeah so yeah another four out of five i'm really digging this story this move or this is going to be turned into a movie or tv series or something it's been bought by somebody and they're they're turning this into a series or a movie so. I'm I'm scared of a TV series because some of these TV series have been hit or miss. Movies they seem to put up because I don't want another Why the Last Man or yeah. it was another DMZ, DMZ or shit like that. Yeah, it was another shitty one that just came out also, uh, like a really good book that was a shitty show, but I can't remember. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and these on premiere, so we're not talking about CW shit. We're talking about premiere shows. They, yeah, but anyway, um, next on me, what do I got? What do I got? What do I got? I think I'm going to do. Let's flip a coin. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, we didn't talk about uh, the Love and Thunder trailer, right? No. But I'm going to do you one better. There's an Avengers book this week written by Jason Aaron that is focused only on Jane Foster. Oh, wrong Just in time for the movie, huh? Just in time for the movie. What a coincidence. <laughs> I'm sure they you didn't know? plan. I'm pretty sure it's just a coincidence. You know? Well, they should do that shit, you know, make people care about comic books. Right. They, they or, don't, or even, but they will. <laughs> or if people want to know what the hell is going on with this Jane Foster thing, what is it? Well, now they know. Yeah. So, yeah. So, let's talk about this. So, this is Avengers 56. Uh Oh, shit. Let's go to it. Avengers 56. Add to stream. Let's go here. 
Yeah, so the book is, like I said, it's actually Jane Foster as the Mighty Thor and Valkyrie. How does this happen? We'll explain it in a second. I'll actually explain it while in the middle of the book. Basically, I'll explain it right now. Okay, so the Legion of, not the Legion of Doom, that's DC. The Masters of Evil? Mas no. <laughs> Mephisto. Mephisto's doing this bullshit. Mephisto is going around. Wrecking crew. <laughs> yeah, it's somebody. <laughs> Sinister Sticks. <laughs> right. Hey, Brotherhood of you meeting somebody. Somebody's doing some shit. Yeah. Hellfire Club. <laughs> right. I know it's somebody evil. But anyway, Mephisto has collected all the Mephistos of the multiverse and that call themselves the, uh, the Council of Reds. And they've been going around collecting all the evil supervillains to fuck up everybody. So the Avengers are going around collecting all the Avengers from the older multiverses and saving everybody. So that's why you got. Thor and Valkyrie in the same book and explains how they're doing. So let's just jump into it, see what we got. Okay. So the book starts off with uh that horse Pegasus thing. Uh, cause Jane is keeps having this dream about uh Jane, Jane. So she's having this, you know, dream about a, a horse with wings, you know. So where is Jane right now? So Jane, Jane Foster, our Jane Foster, uh, is waking up as just a housewife. And she's like in a separate bed with Thor. You know, like uh, like Lucy, uh, Lucille Ball and Ricky Ricardo back in I Love Lucy. So they oh, yeah. two separate beds, you know, and she wakes up and then she's next to Thor. But they're not in the same bed, of course, like that. So this is supposed to be like her 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 dream, her dream to be married to Thor. She always wanted to just be married to Thor and that's it. So she goes to sleep and that's it. Um, and basically they live in this house outside of the main city of Asgard, the Golden Realm. You know, where basically Odin gave her a house because he like, well, so I know I can't get rid of you. I'm going to give you a house so y'all just live. So her job is to just be Thor's housewife. Thor goes off on adventures, go do shit, and she just sits there and she takes care of pigs and paints. And meanwhile, the pigs got like this evil look to them. But we'll find out about the three little piggies later on. Uh, and she just draws. But she always keeps drawing pictures of, you know, backwards. She's drawing pictures of her with wings holding Monier. And she's just like, well, that can't be right. That's not And, and she's fighting the urge to like Valkyrie out, you know, have those hot girl wings pop out, shit like that. But that's every day she does. She just draw Valkyrie wings and all days like that, even though she know that's not her. Her life is a housewife, and that's all she ever wanted to be, you know. And she talks to Thor. She like Thor, how was your day? He's like, yeah, uh, Loki was trying to threaten me that he was going to kidnap you and hold you against, hold you hostage for ransom. So I beat him within an inch of his life, so that way he'll never do it again until he does it again, you know. He just. And she just cooks off it. And meanwhile, she's just staring at Moni the whole time. She's like, uh, there's something. And, you know, but she don't know why she keeps looking at Moni. You know, and she's like, look, stop looking at Moni. You ain't Thor. I'm Thor. You know, message. You know, and so she just like, you know, leaves and that's it. She goes to bed. Meanwhile, she goes to bed. She's thinking like, I really want to touch Moni. I want to touch the hammer. So she goes downstairs, you know, sees the hammer, reaches for it. But before she reaches for it, oh, actually, she picks it up. You know, but nothing happens. She's just like, oh, I just want to make sure that, you know, nothing was wrong with the hammer. So I was like, yeah, pick it up. It's no big deal. You know, just hammer. He was like, it's only one problem. This is ammonia. So she smacks Thor, you know, breaks the hammer and smacks him outside of the house. You know, she's like, this is ammonia and you're not Thor. He's like, I'm not? I mean, they told me I was. I guess I'm not. You know, so then when she says that Thor melts, the house melts, everything melts around them. And, you know, she was like, and, and you hear just a, a voice in red just saying, look, I gave you a good deal. You didn't take the deal. So you know what that means. And so if it's in red, you know, that must be Mephisto. So those three little piggies turned out to be three Mephistos. 
you know, so that's part of the council red stuff like that. So yeah, so they were like, so the big one is just like, why don't we kill her? Can we please kill her now? They're like, no, we can't kill her because you know Mephisto's rule, you know the rule of the devil. Temptation comes before the fall. We have to give them the deal first. Now, when they turn the deal down, then we can kick their ass. So let's go after Jane Foster. So right when they get ready to kick, uh, kick Jane Foster's ass, uh, Monier falls down again. He was like, look, there's nothing we're going to trick Monier again. And like, no. And then Monier like throws lightning over everybody, like blasting and stuff like that. And it's like, no, it's not a trick. And it turns out it's Jane Foster as Thor, <laughs> you know. So she actually like threw the hammer down and was looking like that. She's from like a little multiverse. We'll explain which multiverse she's from. And Jane looks at Jane as like, damn, did I always look that cool when I come down? You know, uh, so then they just like, uh, yeah, I heard you was in trouble, Jane. So I'm, I came here to help you. So they, so it's two Janes against three Mephistos and they all fight each other, beat the shit out of each other. Jane turns into Valkyrie and they go to work and blah, blah, blah. And they beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, it's cool. Cool fight. It's just a whole bunch of panels and just beating the shit out of everybody, you know uh and then the whole reality that the end is going to collapse because you know jane didn't take the deal so they escape right before the reality collapsed so basically we find out who is this jane where did this thor jane foster come from she's like are you are you me from the future no i'm not you from the future remember the roar of the realms when uh thor was doing all the crazy shit well in my version of the war of the realm thor died so when he died i took up his man as thor just like in your version when valkyrie died you took up the version of valkyrie so in your version, if Thor would have died, you would have became me. She's like, oh, okay. That's that's cool. So she was like, well, uh, Jane Foster, I got to go. Uh, other shit to do, but in case we need some trouble, we might need to collect some more Jane Fosters and we'll get together and we'll do some shit. Like, okay, cool. So then they shake hands and Jane Foster flies off. Thor Jane Foster flies off. But Valkyrie Jane Foster flies off and she realized, damn, I miss her. But she doesn't miss her. She misses her. If that makes any sense, you know, she misses who she was, okay, you know, yeah. yeah, the version she because you know, that used to be her, you know, playing around. So, so then she goes back to Avengers Man- Mountain and it basically, you know, talking about what happened. She's like, oh, Mephisto tempted you. And, and Tony was like, oh yeah, he tempted me one time. Uh, I beat his ass with, you know, with ice and shit like that, you know, and Jane Foster and they were like, well, how you beat him, Jane Foster? And Jane Foster like, uh, but the whole time. She's like staring at Monier and can't take her eyes off Monier. And she's thinking like, okay, Mephisto can't be that damn dumb to think all I ever wanted to be was Thor's wife. You know, that's a dumbass way to tempt me. But what if his real temptation was to show me that Jane Foster that I really wanted to be? Maybe that's the temptation of Mephisto. The end. That's the story. Okay. Look at that. Look at that handle, that hard, thick handle. Are are you insinuating penis envy, <laughs> Eli? Is, is that? What <laughs> oh yeah, because, I wish I was her so bad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she she wish she was her, but she also wish she was him. She wants to hold that hammer. So, like I said, the last last if you listen to our epic earth shattering episode of episode two fifty, where I talked about a old Norse god Thor story. Where, where hammer, Thor lost his hammer and the Thor hammer could have been a metaphor for penis. This story could be a metaphor for penis envy. That's what I'm thinking. So, yeah. There Good call, go. Eli. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, what, what you got? Oh, the only other book I got left is the Godzilla versus the Power Rangers. Number Go, go, Power three. Rangers. 
That's all I know about Power Rangers. Oh, I do the Power Rangers thing. You do the Godzilla thing. (laughs) (laughs) So this book covers all the fan bases, basically. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah. uh, So this is IDW. They've been doing these mashups, you know, late, you know, for for a while now. You know, Batman versus the Ninja Turtles, He-Man and DC, I believe. Star Trek. Were they doing Star Trek shit, too? I think so. Some Star Trek and Green Lantern or something? I don't know. Something, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, this is um, now. I, I don't know much about Power Rangers because I'm old, um, but I was a fan of Godzilla. So, but basically, the Power Rangers got sucked into another dimension, basically Godzilla world, where Godzilla exists. And um, Rita Repulsion or Repulsor or whatever her name Rita is. Rita Repulsor, yeah. R- Rita, yeah. She is, um, you know, basically teams up with the Exilians, which are those aliens from the Godzilla universe who control like Gigan and uh, Ghidra and all them. And she's like, we'll team up together and, you know, we'll use your monsters and my monsters to destroy the Power Rangers. So Power Rangers show up and they get in their Dragon Zord and they're fighting all these. They're, they're In this issue, they're basically getting their ass whooped by all of Rita's monsters, the Power Ranger monsters, and like Gigan and like all of the Godzilla villains and shit are just beating the shit out of the Dragon Zord. Um, meanwhile, Rita is trying to brainwash. Is it Tommy, the 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 leader, is it the Green Ranger or whatever? Shit, I, one of them. I, yeah. Well, well, anyway, the leader. I think his name is Tommy. Yeah. She's trying to brainwash him to like basically control him and shit. Um, and the, the Power Rangers getting their ass whooped. They're in this Dragon Zord robot thing, and the monsters are beating the shit out of it. Um, Godzilla ends up showing up, but he's he's kind of tired. Now, for those that don't know, Godzilla gets tired. You know, all the kicking ass. I did ass, not know that. Yeah. Yeah, all the kicking ass that he does and breathing his atomic breath, he basically gets tired he powers down and then he has to go find nuclear energy or electricity to to drain power that's what happens in the first movie he gets drawn to the power plants and he goes to you know that's how he recharges himself um so yeah so he's feeling all he's you know he's you know um you know you know he needs a snickers bar you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) so he's feeling all tired he's out of it so with the, the, the Power Rangers, we'll use our Dragon Zord sword or whatever the fuck it's called. I don't know Power Rangers. I'm sorry if I'm fucking it up for any of you Power Rangers fans. But they use that <laughs> just, sword. Just call it Voltron shit, you know. Just a- <laughs> yeah. You know, I have the power. They take out their sword, phallic symbol again, <laughs> and shoot their load of energy. <laughs> so subtle. <laughs> All over Godzilla's face. <laughs> <laughs> and revive them <laughs> you know <laughs> i have the power in the, or you know whatever or you know and basically they blast them with the sword energy and um and uh uh basically revive godzilla and they're like okay it's godzilla versus and and um the dragon sword the power rangers team up and they're like all right all you monsters come on and that's kind of where to be continued they kind of end, they're finally teaming up. It's not Godzilla versus the Power Rangers, it's Godzilla and the Power Rangers. 
versus all okay. the other monsters. So. Well, I guess, you know, don't, we already know these superhero stories. First, they got to fight yeah, to know who has the bigger dick. And this then they team up and go fight the real bad guy. So that's that's yeah. how all these stories are. So yeah. So yeah. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. Another dumb, schlocky fun. Big giant monsters beating the shit out of each other, big giant robots in the mix, you know, yeah. kids. I guess, yeah, I, I can see the appeal. These are kids, right? Fighting fighting shit. Yeah, fighting, they're teenagers, you know? yeah. They're teenagers. They look old as hell, but they're supposed to be teenagers. Yeah. yeah, there are kids, you know, getting to do cool shit. Kind of like how we, you know. We grew up like Stranger Things, you know. We grew mm-hmm. up in the same things, you know, wanting to wanting to be a part of things, you know, like Batman mm-hmm. and Robin. You know, Robin, everyone, oh, Batman. And nowadays, all these woke assholes, oh, Batman puts children in danger and shit. No, right. we wanted to do that. We wanted to tag right. along with Batman. Right. Well, the whole people. point of Robin was to be, oh, look at Batman do cool shit. He's supposed, he's supposed yeah. to be, he's supposed to be us. Yeah. You know, going along with Batman's adventures. Yeah. Yeah. They get to tag along or like fucking short round. That's why I love the Temple right. of Doom from fucking Indiana right. Jones. Short or round. Jubilee gets, with Wolverine. Yeah. yeah. It gets to tag along with fucking Indiana Jones and shit. And yeah. yeah. We just want to be a part of the adventures. That's what it's for. You know, what an asshole Batman was for endangering children and all this shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. All yeah. right. So oh, yeah. four out of five. All right. <laughs> okay, last book I got. Last book I'm gonna do is a Spiderman book. I had a choice between this one and Superman, but that Superman book sucked. Is He's this in the space. one with uh Ramita drawing? Yeah, it is. Oh, I didn't pick this up. <laughs> I, I'll be honest with you. It's it's not it's not that it's growing on me. I guess my eyes are getting used to Ramita, you know. <laughs> you stare at something so long, you just get used to it, I guess. I don't know. Getting used to it, so yeah. But that's what this is. Anyway, it's uh, Amazing Spider-Man number two. There's a second book with Zub Wells, uh, Zip, Zip, whatever his name is. Um, the last book was that. Oh, and Mary Jane is not in this book, so they they selling your horse walk right there. This book is about Tombstone is about to get into a war with some other guys, and Spider-Man's caught in the middle of it. It's, it's kind of game wars. So that's what's going on right now. So the book starts off with uh. With Peter doing the whole thing, you'll get your money when you fix this damn door. You know that shit right there. And it turns out it's Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn is at his door, but Norman Osborn is reformed, so he's no longer the Green Goblin or the Red Goblin or whatever the fuck supervillain he was, or the Iron Patriot, whatever the fuck he was. He's like, I'm good, Peter. I come to offer you a job. That's it. I can offer you a job. He's like, I know you're not a supervillain, not trying to kill me. You're like, man, I don't do that anymore, man. I'm good. I'm a good guy, and I'm trying to help you out because I know you're broke because you're you, you know. So uh, meet me at 2.30 sharp if you want the job. And my assistant will let you know where the job is going to be at. And we cut back to Peter, and it's 2.35. And Norman shows up with his grandkids. He's like, Peter, you're, you're on time for you, because he knows it's Peter. They're like, what the hell you want, Norman? They're like, look, I need to go house shopping. Uh, Liz needs some time alone, so I need you to babysit the kids. Like, wait, what? That's all I need you to do. Just babysit the kids for three hours. You do that, I'll pay you money. My, I might even, like, find a house for you. That's it. And one of the kids, both of these kids are like, like Harry Osborne's kids and stuff like that. So, and Norman just leaves. You're like, cool. Meanwhile, so half of the book is just Spider-Man babysitting. That is it. Cut to Harlem. We go to Tombstone. Tombstone, you know, has gotten in a blast and he's getting the war ready. And his daughter, who I guess is the Beatle now. You know, she's like, well, I'm about to go to war. And his daughter's like, look, if you better war, I'm going to war with you, too. He's like, no, you can't go to war with me 
because the person that's going to go to war with these people is not going to be your dad. The person going to war with these people, you aren't going to recognize. So I need you to get your boyfriend. You need to get the kill out of town. And she's like, okay, cool. And she, she leaves because she, she knows it's about to go down. Meanwhile, uh, Tombstone is pissed. He's like, look, man. And because, you know, Tombstone used to have all those jagged teeth back in the 90s and shit like that. But now he got like these pearly whites. He's like, I can't believe this. I spent 2000 a tooth, uh, 2000 on each tooth. So he gets a, a pair of pliers and he goes to work. So he's like, uh-uh, we, we, I'm bringing the old Tombstone back, you know. Um, meanwhile, we cut back to Peter and five o'clock is hit and he's babysitting the kids and he brought the kids back to, uh, he got the kids back to Norman. Like, okay, now it's time for Peter Parker to clock out. Time for Spider-Man to clock in. So he hops over the bridge and flies off and he's like, boom. I'm, uh, Tombstone threatened me the other day. I'm going to pay him back for that. So he goes there to Harlem and he finds the White Rabbit. You know, they doing some old gangster, dirty, low down, dirty shit. You know, I forgot what they're doing. But anyway, Spider-Man breaks through the door and he's just like, knock, knock. You know, she's like, how'd you find me? He's like, how's oh, oh, before we get there, this, this shit was funny right here. He's she like, Spider-Man, shoot him. And Spider-Man's like, okay, yeah, he's about to shoot me. We're about to do this whole dance. But he's like, wait a minute. My spider sense isn't tingling. The reason it's not tingling is because the guy's not going to shoot him. You're like, I'm not going to shoot Spider-Man. Spider-Man saved my life last issue. Why would I shoot him? You know, I actually owe him a favor. You're like, well, and then he's like, okay, what do you want? You're like, look, I put a spider tracer on you last time. I know you guys ripped the tombstone. Let's just cut to the middleman. Tell me where tombstone is, and I'm going to get the hell out of here. Matter of fact, you tell me where tombstone is. I won't even chase you guys right now. I'll give you a head start, you know. You're like, I'm not telling you anything. Like, just tell me and we can go, you know. Otherwise, y'all going to jail. She was like, well, shit. Okay, look, he's at 106 and second. You didn't hear that from me, but that's where he is right now. She's like, cool. Matter of fact, I'm going to give you some thwip thwip on the way out. Thwip thwip. Tabs him up. He's like, wait a minute. You said you're going to let us go. They're like, I'll tell you what. When the police come, tell them Spider-Man lied so they can uh know to go after uh, a person that lied to a two-bit criminal, you know. So... She's like, why you sell out Tombstone like that? What makes you think I sold out Tombstone? So we cut to the crime master who was like the weapons dealer in Upper Harlem or Upper East Side. What is that, Eli Manhattan, I guess? So anyway, yeah, yeah. he's the guy that's going to sell weapons. He's going to stay neutral and sell weapons to both sides to get money off everybody. You know, meanwhile, Tombstone like, nah, that ain't, that ain't going to happen like that. You're not going to get rich off everybody. See, like Tombstone just been sitting in the uh, shadows the whole time. And he's standing over like two of uh, crime masses dead, you know, dead bodies uh, of his goons. He was like, sit down. Because last time we was at the meeting, you voted that the Rose was going to be in office. So that means me and you have an issue. You're like, wait a minute. I, I said I wasn't going to be in this thing. Nah, it ain't no neutral neutrality in this. Nobody's Switzerland. You picking a side and you picked your side. That means we have a problem. Matter of fact, I need you to get on the phone and call all your men and tell them to come here right now. And make it loud, you know. See, he got the jagged teeth now because he's back to the to the old tombstone, you know. So Spider Man just going around till he the spiders just go out till he finds some shit going on, and it's pretty easy to find where Tombstone is because it's just a bunch of dead bodies there, and he just sitting in a truck. So like, well, he was easy to find, you know. Uh, he was like Tombstone. Uh, what the hell did you do? And like Spider Man, because of what you did last time, everybody is questioning my skills and my reputation. So I got to let them know who I am. You're like, what you mean? I did all the, he looking at a dead body behind him. You, t- you trying to blame this on me? This is my fault? 
You're like, nah, it's not your fault. I just want to just blame it. I just need an excuse to just beat the shit out of people. Plus, I needed you here. Because I told you, me and you have unfinished business. And she was like, oh, no, you ain't going. So then Spider-Man jumps in the truck with him. And they and Tombstone tells him to close the truck on them. So they just locked in the truck. And Spider-Man just goes to work on it, starts beating the shit out of Tombstone. He's like, oh, this is what you wanted? This is a lesson you was going to teach me? Okay. And then as soon as the truck is fully locked, he's like, okay. And, and you got steel locked behind it, too. He was like, okay, now it's time for your lesson, Spider-Man. And this is where you fucked up. <laughs> and and then Spider-Man tries to hit him again, but this time it ain't doing shit. Nothing. And then while he in the middle of telling one of his jokes, uh, Tombstone punches him in the gut, takes all the wind knocked out of him, grabs him, puts him in a chokehold, and pretty much beats him until he, he beat him, beats him unconscious, you know, and then drags him back to Harlem at that old base where the White Rabbit was, and the White Rabbit is just sitting there laughing. Spider-Man goes to the dock with them. We continue. So, yeah. So, the whole thing was a trap. The whole thing was a trap. So, yeah. So, how is Tombstone able to do that shit? He's Tombstone. But he, but Spider-Man wasn't, couldn't, he can take Spider-Man's shit? Oh, yeah. He's, like, way stronger than Spider-Man. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, okay, so, uh, in the 90s, Tombstone had, like, an augmentation thing, almost kind of like, like, U.S. agent thing, but, it like, way more stronger than that. So okay. he's like super strength, not not Hulk level, nothing like that, but he's strong. He's strong as Spider Man. CJ Rose, what it do? Uh, yeah, like, so yeah, so yeah, in a one on one fight, like just straight up blows to blows, uh, Tombstone's faster. That's how he was able to survive an explosion last last uh, issue. So okay. yeah, so yeah, I'm booked. That I got nothing else. Uh, Eli, you got anything else? Any, yeah, I'm, I'm booked out too. Yeah. Yeah, I, Eli, I appreciate you for this show because this was pretty much your episode. <laughs> you did a whole lot of talking. I'm pretty sure you need like a whole Gatorade week or something like that. So, uh, yeah, if anybody that like to hear Eli just review and just rant, this is your episode. I'm going to call <laughs> this the Eli episode. <laughs> uh, next week, I don't know what's coming on this thing. I think Miss Marvel drops next week, I think. Okay. So, yeah. So, so oh, okay. I review it, talk about it. It's actually some things. I, I know everybody hates it, you know. Cause it's a young girl, so obviously forty-year-old <laughs> men are gonna hate on her. Cause why? I don't know. They just will. But we'll talk about. If not, we'll talk about something else. Uh, but until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. We'll talk to you guys next week. Same bullet time, same bullet channel. Fuck this motherfucker. He just got low. You know what I mean? Because we got to get out here. Ain't no place here for us. So you know what I mean? But that motherfucker need a killer. That's all. Talking about murder. So what the fuck is up? Putting powder on the street cause I got big fucking nuts. Coming back from Louisiana in a Fleetwood land. I just served them niggas some shit to put the bees on their back. Got the pounds on for four cause you know I just paid two. Nigga bought 30 from it so I run it 42. He gon' pop a 700 times 62. 24 is what I get so nigga fuck what you do. If I told you cocaine numbers you would think I was lying. Young ass niggas 22 was talking about they were trying. In the game ain't a thing coming forward with beans. Rick ass home apartments where I entertain friends More bounce to the ounce cause the boom the shit I done got me 50 ounces out of burden this bitch Tighten up, no snack, bitches checking my stock Got some birds, I said a nigga, some I go rock a rock Just got back from California, kicked it with be legit Put me down with purple chronic and it hurricane shit At the studio with Tom, 
ain't Master P cause we got money to make He went players from the South Stack G's man Like ball I got a stack Big G's man Bitch say he wanna show you got nine grand I ain't rapping shit until my money in my hand South Texas motherfucker that's where I stay Getting money from your bitches every goddamn day Big paper I'm folding Hoes is on my motherfucking job for all the dick that I be holding I hate clone me and show it Especially the food that take our style and act like my niggas don't know it Kick it with the trio nigga, so your best not trip If you keep on popping shit my nigga give me a clear Ho ass, ho ass nigga I'm the king of moving chickens, got them finger lickings Sticking niggas that be tricking, you need a swift kicking Your ass is right for the picking, now as my pocket sticking I'm be kicking, nickel slicking, you sick when I be clicking Now take a look at the bigger nigga, my liquor swigger Play a hater, dish digger, figure my hair trigger Give a hop one in your liver, you shiver, shake and quiver I'm frivolous if a nigga get wetter than a river For what it's worth is the birth of some niggas doing dirt Fuck a first night, then off the skirt, make the pussy hurt the master, hit the switcher faster, then you keep a blister bastard, fuck your sister pastor, get the elbows for sale, yo, brother better have my mail, ho, before I catch a murder case and go to jail, ho, hell no, time to bail, hit the trail, so we can sell mo. fucking yell, get the scale, no, other bullet duckers can shove us out of this game, they better buck us, cause the cluckers, they love us, make them glass dick suckers, shake they jelly like smokers, I hit like nunchuckers, cause your Texas bring the ruckus, this for my motherfuckers, cooking cheese, so crooked cheese, rocking the for the keys to get to hook with ease Wanna bees, get on your knees Feel the squeeze from the HK 13s From here to overseas We do what we please, don't trip as we flip Light up a dip, I'm breaking them out from the hip to your lip Go at that boy, skip that nigga bun rip With one clip, soon as the gun slip Now I done whipped out my Pirelli Flying through your belly, belly And some smelly red jelly is dripping out of your belly Served them up like a deli Jumped on my cellular telly Wholesale it like it's going out of style You can't see me, Marcus So have a motherfucking sweet Smile.